The following Toku podcast contains spoilers from both past and present Tokusatsu, anime, manga, movies and other related media. If you do not wish to be spoiled we suggest turning off the podcast now. Otherwise please enjoy the show. Hello everybody, welcome to the Toku Podcast, the best show about Tokusatsu you've probably never heard of. As always, I am AG, that's Jay. Hello. And if you can't hear in his voice, he's dying. Yes, I am. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, so this, this, this week, we're doing Tokume Sentai Go Bustos. Uh, it took us a while to do this, for many reasons. Uh, one of which is not the extreme pandemic that's going around the United States, apparently. Yes. Uh, One of them is that, just plain old good American laziness. Well, it was mostly the fact that my job has been running me fucking ragged. Actually, I know we don't usually start the show off like this, but let me start with a little anecdote. So, where I work, full disclosure, it's a call center. I, I think everyone's worked at a call center at least once in their life. Um, hold on, let me just raise it up a bit. So yeah, so where I work is the call center. Um, and because of the whole coronavirus bullshit, uh, I had to be sent home forcefully because I have allergies, which make me cough. And apparently that's enough for them to say, you're sick and you can't go to work. I don't know. Yeah, which sure. is worse on me because I don't get paid. <laughs> And I don't get any competition from that. Yeah, my allergies have been killing me lately, too. So I'm just kind of all out of it on, like, medicine and stuff. And I, not a fun day for me so far. <coughs> what what a what a time for allergy season to start when there's a global pandemic that makes you fucking cough. Know, which right? one of the main systems is a fucking cough. I mean... <laughs> I just started, like, fake coughing at points just to fuck with people, because at this point it's getting so ridiculous. Uh, to be fair, I think I've done that a couple times, too. I'm not gonna lie. I am no saint. (laughs) I've done that a few times. So, yes, uh, one of the main reasons that this took so long is because shit's fucked, yo. I mean, down where I'm at, we're on a total, complete citywide and statewide lockdown, so nobody can leave. Boy, lucky Uh, for you. I still gotta go to no. work. Well, it's because you work with the mail system, don't you? Eh, more or less, yeah. I am unfortunately considered an essential service. Ha! Give me my Amazon Prime, bitch. Fuck you. Ha! Uh, so, but yeah, so, um, the city's on a complete total wide lockdown. People are working from home. People are not working at all. I mean, shit, dude. I mean, fucking, um, what is it? I think, like, the craziest thing right now is, like, from from the big stores, like Walmart and stuff like that, like, you know, the big brand stores, like Walmart and Target and shit, they're only open, like, three hours. Like, n- real shit. They're only open for about three hours sometimes, depending on the day. Like, today it's, like, five, but, like, the past few days it's only been three, which is insane when you think about it. Um, you know, food's been everywhere. People have been panicked buying, like, a bunch of idiots. Look, guys... Take this time, just take this little PSA that I'm about to give you, because, funny enough, this show has to do with a giant fucking virus, mm. so take 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 this PSA that I'm about to give you seriously, don't be an idiot, 
<laughs> don't go out there stealing fucking toilet paper or tortillas like some people have been doing down here because that's been happening. People have been stealing tortillas for some godforsaken fucking reason. I guess they just can't do without their burritos in the morning. Mm. Just don't do that. Be a decent human being. That's all I got to say. And wash your fucking hands. I don't know. I don't know why I have to say that nowadays to people who are apparently adults. Look, but I, fuck I, it. I get it. The the current Chinese escape bioweapon and everything is getting a little out of hand. <laughs> but please, just don't be a retard about it. Yeah, basically, like, <laughs> like I said, like it's it's just I understand. Like like Jay said, like it's cra- it's kind of scary. Yes, but just. Calm it down. You don't. You don't. You don't need to build yourself a fort of toilet paper or Charmin or Lysol or whatever. We don't need to be killing each other. Just, just be all right. So with that being said, let's get right into GoBusters, the show that took us a long ass time to, to watch. Which is lucky that we had those three weeks. So yes, uh, this is this this is the show that followed Go Kaiger, which for some reason is the only thing people remember about it. Which is kind of sad because this show's got a lot of good things. Go Kiger, yes, the show we're not talking about. Go Busters is an unfortunate precedent. It is. We went from an anniversary season, which was this big celebration of a franchise, and you know, oh look at all this cool old shit, look at all these things, and then we get something completely different, which is a relatively low key kind of like spy espionage type show and it's, you know there's not a whole lot of toy shilling it's very not necessarily oh, serious yeah. but it takes itself more realistically i guess i mean obviously it's like a sci-fi setting with giant robots and shit you know you get the idea and i i think the good term would be t- it takes itself a little more seriously it, it definitely does take itself more seriously than both uh, gokaiger and Uger. Um, far, far more than Cure Uger, and that's quite, <laughs> quite the. Uh, really, it's kind of the the crux We're of. We're gonna what have I was to saying. do that one day, it's, Jay. I know, it's the crux of what I was saying. It is an unfortunate precedent, but we will get more into that once we get more into talking about the show. Well, let's actually start off real quick with an interesting tidbit about the show. It's almost a weird kind of love letter to Power Rangers? Yeah, there is... Which is really strange. That's one thing that a lot of people immediately point out is, oh, it's full of Power Rangers references. Like, literally, directly Power Rangers. Like, they're... they're, uh, Fuck, I don't remember what the things are called. Their transformation thing is literally it's Morphin Time. Their robots are called Megazords. And you've got, like, Morphin... you You got Power... You got... A lot of like really subtle Power Rangers references all around too. Yeah, but, but it, like it's literally like full of like like I said before. It, I I almost want to say this was cater made for a fucking American fucking audience, which is insane because we barely just got this show here. Yeah, it took eight fucking years to get this show, which is weird when you think about it. Like, again, this show was tailor made for an American audience. You got the spy motif. You got giant robots. You got cyberspace, which is for some reason like a really big thing here. You got, for fuck's sake, the, they literally made their fucking thing say it's morphin' time. Like, come on, man. Mm. And it took it this long. I will say it does give the show a 
very bit a very unique presence in me because like i mean again like what other like sentai show directly mentions that oh uh power rangers is a thing and here we're making a big love letter the in- okay let me just preface it with this there the album for tokume sentai go busters do you like the uh the extra insert album for some godforsaken reason has the fucking ron wasterman theme the, like the full thing it's not Masaki Yendo's version. It's Ron Wasserman's, and it's really weird. I don't know who the fuck. They, I don't know where they got the rights for that one. I don't know. They probably just asked him. He's like, "Yeah, sure, fuck it. I need more money." Does does he does he own the rights to that song? I I would have thought it would be Saban. Maybe I don't fucking know. I don't care. Well, I do, but okay. Um, but yeah, uh, shows just a big guy's love letter to. Power Rangers, which again does give it a really cool, unique vibe to it. You know, again, it almost feels like a. If I were to describe the show in a nutshell, it's it's Japanese people making a Power Rangers show. <laughs> if that makes sense. Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, let's, so let's get right into the show itself. So the premise of the show is basically uh, this dude named Enter. He's a uh, the big bad. He's uh, trying to take Enertron, which I keep thinking it's Enerjohn from fucking Transformers. Yeah, which is funny now that Hasbro owns the franchise. Um, All right. So there was these scientists, and they accidentally created an evil AI that wants to kill humanity. You know, like you do. Uh, <laughs> and a couple of the kids who escaped his, like, awakening and that killed all the scientists, uh, they became secret agent superheroes to fight him I guess I don't know uh, it's oh yeah so uh, and then there's that you know enter and he's trying to steal gasoline for reasons because they need it for reasons uh, I don't know it's never really made clear he needs it to like build a body or something I, I don't really know yeah uh, he's using the Enertron to give Messiah like a full on body from what the, from what they explained, it's basically the same concept that uh, another character Jin is gonna come into play. Uh, it's basically the same concept, um, only on a much bigger scale, I guess. So yeah, there you go. <clears throat> so we got we got we got that out of the way, and then we got the three main Sentai, which are red, blue, and yellow, and that's how I know them as because they have almost. Really, nothing to them. Hiromu, Yoko, and Retsu. Uh, yeah, they're they're Retsu. I think that's no, that's uh, Ryuji. No, it's Ryuji. Uh, how, you just said you didn't remember. I, I was testing you. I was testing you. <laughs> Hiromu, who is red. That's he's an his asshole. Character. He is red. Uh, Ryuji, who's they an dropped old... that though. They, a little bit. <laughs> Ryuji, who's apparently the boomer, even though he's only 28, which, jeez, uh, that's it's scary. It's close enough for kids' show territory. And then there's Yoko, who is the girl. Uh, yeah. They, they drop a lot of these weird little, like, quirks, like, um, like, Hiromu being an asshole. That's kind of just dropped, really? Because yeah. at the beginning, he's they, they say, like, oh, he's super blunt and he doesn't care about your feelings. He just says what he needs to say. And it's like, does he though? Because 
they don't really bring that up. Like, a after little like bit. 10. They, they kind of like quickly resolve that, I guess. I think it was more of a, there's not too many plots we can really kind of do with this. So they're like, ah, oh, well, we're friends now, I guess. Whatever. He's still kind of like a dick, but he's not like, he just kind of exists. And speaking of Hiromu in general, I, as far as Reds go, he's all right. He's serviceable. He's definitely not the worst. Uh, he's yeah, he's all right. He's pretty average. Um, there's really not too much to say about him other than the chicken thing, which is funny. <laughs> he hates. <it>. I. I <laughs> so I I can't lie. As much as much as I usually give shows shit for putting too much comedy in serious moments. The way they did it with the chickens, I can't lie, they did it pretty well, and it got me a few times. Yeah, it's definitely a running joke that's utilized well, and it's it, it kind of overlaps with the other two running jokes. Where they, they got a thing where, oh, okay, so uh, the Go-Busters, they have some non-specific immunity to Messiah's whatever, but there are, for no explainable reasons weaknesses built into them so Hiromu's is he goes into a panicked shock every time he sees a chicken Yoko's is she's a fat fuck and she needs to keep eating or else she just <laughs> falls asleep and then Ryuji he goes full berserker mode if he gets too overheated which is the one they use the most I think because that's really the, the one that I think they could have got, they got the most uh creative mileage out of because like if we think about it how many plots can you really do with oh shit Hiromu saw a chicken again it's it's definitely used more because you can use it more for a serious situation rather than the other twos which are primarily <laughs> comedic in nature I mean fuck Yoko Yoko's whole thing is like you said she needs to eat to not die and it's like well she can't really do much with that can <coughs> like you, you can have like the occasional like Pratfall joke, you can't really do a whole lot with it. And I will say, uh, yeah, they did. They did keep this in um, in the Power Rangers version, and I was kind of surprised that they kept it in. Uh, oh, did they? Yeah, they they changed it slightly. Like uh, instead of uh, chickens, it's dogs now for Red, and but otherwise, it's pretty much all the same. And they they changed it like, oh well, when they got their powers, the villain infected their powers or whatever the fuck i don't remember but they did what a very non-specific villain like oh i'm going to give you a weakness well, to be, it shall be dogs to be fair that is kind of messiah he is, he is a very non-specific villain <laughs> messiah's shit that's why he is uh but we'll get into yeah. that uh so so hero moves he's nice he's cool i guess he's not the best but he's not the worst i've seen worse kill <coughs> you but <laughs> Daigo, <laughs> Daigo Rangers. Um, so yeah, he's not the worst, but he's not the best. Uh, we can move on to Ryuji, who is the boomer, only at only twenty eight. Which I will say, probably led to one of my biggest laughs of the show, where there was just like, oh, but what if we're fighting this guy for about twenty years and like <laughs> they flash forward and he's got like heavy old me. man makeup, and then they flash forward again <laughs> and, and he's just again, dead. He's just dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that got me really good the first time I saw it. Yeah, it's it's um, a fun little gag. He's kind of like the team dad, almost, which is fitting because his, his robot pal, who we have not mentioned up now until now, they have robot pals, 
is like the team buddy moms. Droids, basically. Buddy droids. What the fuck are they called? Buddy droids? The no, buddy that's, droids. That's Forza. Yes. It's close enough. But yeah, so he almost got Nick, who sucks at directions, and that's his gimmick. Because he's, he's, cool. cause he's like a motorcycle, Nick. but he doesn't know where he's going. Ha ha ha. I like Nick. Nick is a... All the buddy, I do too. All of the buddy roids are very entertaining. Honestly, more entertaining uh, than the Rangers. Gorosaki is amazing. I love Gorosaki. Gorosaki is the team mom, more specifically Ryuji's mom. And Usada is a dick. An asshole. He is the asshole. I I almost wish they would give they would have given the personalities to the fucking Rangers. I'm like, yeah, this would this would have been better. Honestly, um, yeah, but I mean, granted, there's a lot of great uh, playing off of each other because they they very they mesh very well the buddy roids with both each other and their respective Rangers, which is a shame because the the Rangers themselves don't really mesh well with the other two Rangers. Really, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah. That's the sad thing that I, that I'll say before we get into Ryuji a little more. It's the Rangers themselves separately are pretty fun, but they rarely have ever have any true interactions. <laughs> if you know what I mean, mm. like they they rarely have ever like. Do I ever feel like oh yeah these guys are a team? Like they they'll do team up moves. They'll do team up specials and oh you did a team up thing Ooh, that's nice but i never feel like they're really a team like a coherent unit you know what i mean yeah. like the the show prior to this which was go kaiger they at least felt like a coherent unit that have been fighting together for a long time but these three ironically with less rangers feels i don't know it just feels they just felt like I'm supposed. I was just told that they were good friends, not that they are. Well, good I guess friends. it makes sense because the first episode is literally Hiromu finally showing up to become a Buster, which is weird because why are the other two active as Busters and not him for no adequate, adequately explained reason at all? Um, I, I might have missed something. I don't remember, but it's it, it no, is kind of no, weird. No, that's, that's yeah. it. Okay, so. The whole the whole reason Hiromu wasn't able to be a Buster was because of his sister, who that doesn't get that doesn't come into play at all. They dropped that bitch really fucking easily. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, uh, I want to do this now, and she's like, all right, fine, whatever. Yeah, I <coughs> thought that was gonna be a more of a more of a plot point because like his sister's like, I don't want you to be a Buster. That's no good. And Hiromu's like, no, fuck you. And that's it. That's okay. that's where it ends. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's annoying. I, I just they just kind of drop that, but whatever. Okay. So yeah, back to Ryuji again. He's the boomer. He's old. That's it. That's uh, that's your lot. He's kind of boring after that. Mm. <laughs> that's your lot. There's nothing really to say about Ryuji, which is sad because I don't know. I I usually like the blues in these shows. Yeah, they they give him like a weird thing with escape later on one of the other villains but it, it doesn't really go anywhere other than she just wants to fight him because yeah i mean the blue the blues always kind of have a, a rival the main villain that's kind of a thing with sentai i know but they don't really do much with it here <laughs> this one felt way more tacked on end honestly yeah <laughs> like way more like it was just like oh shit uh we gotta do that uh you fight escape 
Uh, so, yeah, and then we got Yoko, who is a petulant child. That's your lot. Yep, that's the that's your team. <laughs> that's your lot. Uh, and then there are the the actual best characters. Uh, oh fuck yeah, Jin we got Jin and, and Jay. Beat Jay or Juicy Stag, the two best characters not only in the show but probably like top five in Sentai total. They are so fucking great. They're hilarious. I love these characters. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm glad they introduced them when they did, because I was getting really fucking bored of these three motherfuckers. Yeah, I kind of forgot how early they introduced uh, they introduced those two. Um, so Jin is... <clears throat> he was one of the, the researchers who helped inadvertently create uh, Messiah, but he escapes, <coughs> kind of. He's like a, like a digital avatar ghost thing. Uh, and so he shows up Don't in the Ranger. It. And then there's BJ Stagg, who is, among other things, uh, mentally handicapped, a self-described <laughs> narcissist. Uh, he is an egotist, Jay. Egotist, narcissist, same thing. Uh, probably one of the funniest characters in the show. Uh, a lot of his humor mostly uh, stems from his ego and him playing off of Jin, where... <laughs> Jin is kind of like a like a prankster a little bit. He likes to make jokes. He likes to fuck around, and then Jin will almost always be the opposite of whatever he's doing. If Jin's fucking around, he'll be serious. But if Jin's trying to be serious, he's fucking around. Or if Jin's trying to lie, he'll spoil the lie. But if Jin's trying to tell the truth, he'll be lying. Uh... <laughs> he's just great. He they, they they work so well off of each other. That legitimately, it is the funniest fucking thing. It's, it's just perfect. He's just perfect. There's really nothing... There's no way to really, like, explain how perfect he is without watching the show, I think. Because he's... he. It's just comedy. It's just... Eh, it's just... Eh, whatever. You get the idea. <laughs> no, I got you. But, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's just funny. They're, they're, they together are really damn fun because again they're just they work so well off of each other Jin, Jin himself like I love Jin Jin is again one of my favorite fucking characters in all of Sentai and I'm so glad that rewatching this show after like years that I was able to be reminded how much I love this fucking character because he's so fucking cool everything about him is cool everything there's nothing about him that I didn't like like, he has the best fights. He has the best suit. He has the most emotional scenes in the show. He has more connection to every ranger than the rangers have to themselves. And every time he fights with Jay, that's supposed to be serious. Or, uh, yeah, like Juicy. <laughs> I, I bought it. I bought into it. Yeah. It's all fucking beautiful. Like I, I legitimately like don't think I, I like a character more than uh, these two in the entire show. No, yeah, and it helps that they have really great dynamics with the rest of the cast too. So they, they manage to fill that kind of void where, the main three kind of leave a void. Basically, mm. um, I think that's I'm okay. So that's Jin and Jay. So that's that. 
And I think the only one of the ones we have to talk about is the main villains because nobody gives a shit about the command center. Yeah, uh, there's not a whole lot of supporting characters in this show. They're the the support team who don't do anything really. Um, <coughs> there's uh, there's Hiromu's sister who barely exists. Um, <laughs> <She> <laughs> there's okay, so there's Messiah, our big villain, um, who is garbage. Wants to wipe out humanity. Uh, he exists. He's a terrible, boring, not interesting villain. Uh, yep. He's just like it's almost painful how generic he is. Like even like old school Sentai villains weren't this generically evil. Or at least they I, have an interesting personality to them. That kind of. I, I think that's why they focus so much on Enter because the fuck is Messiah. He's more like, like Messiah a is just plot garbage. device than a villain, really. Yeah, and that's awful. For your main villain, that's awful. Um, but let's talk about Enter, because Enter is the one that they actually gave a shit about. Enter that French so, bastard. Always the fucking French. Always, the, always, the, always the Frenchies. French. Always the Frenchies. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, fuck the French. <laughs> so, Enter, as I have mentioned, is a, like an avatar. He's a digital, like, being projected into reality and he he mostly just shows up to fuck with the the villains or not fu- yeah fuck with the villains fuck with the the busters create the villain of the week uh he's kind of like the actual villain basically i mean he even I mean, speaks in french what else do you need yeah and it's not like horribly butchered french for the most part for the most part Obviously, I, I, don't, I don't know, dude. I so, don't speak, sometimes when he's talking, I don't speak sometimes French, so I can't, you know, exactly rate how good his pronunciations are. But um, uh, we'll we'll ask uh, what, what's what's her face in the server. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, um, enters very entertaining. He's very Ooh. oh oh. I see what I did. Uh, <laughs> he's kind of like a s- suave, but he's more like he's calm he's collected he's he's more just here to like fuck with people and like he's kind of helping messiah but he's really kind of trying to do his own thing here it, it reminds me a little bit of like um uh what's the show uh, a little bit of Gridman, the original where um oh no, yeah 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 where there's the main villain who's a generic evil cyber villain and then the real villain is Takeshi, Takashi, what? Yeah, Takeshi, who is just kind of serving his own morals while also kind of doing what the villain says, with a little bit of added French. Yes, and also not a thirteen-year-old boy. <laughs> I mean, he kind of looks. Well, like he, a he looks boy. it. I mean, he's a robot, hologram, computer thing. I don't know. He might as well be. I mean, for a fucking robot, he has a weird fucking hairstylist. He changes hairstyles every fucking day. I mean, hey, when you're you're a robot, you don't need a robot. When you're a thing that's not real, you can do that. So, I think if I remember correctly, somebody mentioned to me that canonically the reason that that happens is because since he's an amalgamation of so many other people, his hair just changes on a whim because of all the people he has in them. In which case, who was the motherfucker who had cornrows in the lab? I don't know. I don't want to know. Who who brought Eddie Gordo into the fucking lab? Let's let's just be here. (laughs) Uh, so, um, <laughs> so yeah, so we got fucking Enter, who's the, you know, he's he's our villain. We got Escape, who is woman. Escape, I will say, though. Escape is more 
she's more inclined to actually do what the hell Messiah wants, which is generic evil shit. Because uh, Papa Messiah, Lamel. But she's actually entertaining again too. She's she's got her thing where she just kind of wants to like shoot people. She's got the ridiculous guns. Uh, but uh, overall, she's kind of second fiddle to Enter because Enter just obviously has more screen time and he's just more entertaining and he does more. Like that's that's kind of the problem with a lot of characters in the show is that. Surface level, they're mostly all right. <laughs> Surface level. But when you really get down into their characters, there's not much there, which kind of brings into the problem that I mentioned earlier in the server and in our chat and all this. I'm seriously starting to doubt Sentai's ability to keep a show going for 50 fucking episodes. And this was back when apparently Sentai was still good. Like, le- okay, because right away, we already ran into the problem that we ran into with, with Yeki Ranger, which they had their climax way too fucking soon. They destroyed Messiah way too fucking soon. Well, see, that's... And it was just like... Uh, Ghostbusters is a different situation where it's unlike Yeki Ranger where they kind of just ran out of material and they just kept tacking stuff on. Ghostbusters, I... It's not entirely certain, 100%, whether it is or not, but GoBusters is more just like a straight retooling than anything. It felt like it was. Like, I, I mean, obviously the turning point was the Gavon episode, which we'll get to the Gavon episode. Look at the fucking um, Gavon episode, Jesus. So, they defeat Messiah. He's dead. Their parents are dead. Everyone's dead, except for them, because, hey, happy ending. And Jin, because, you know, obviously we can't kill our main character, you know. Yeah, main character, one of our rangers before the, the end of the show. It's not the show air anymore. Um, exactly. So, everyone's fucking dead except for the characters. And then, that's it. I mean, what else do we need to do? I mean, Enter's gone, Messiah's gone, Escape is gone, everyone's gone. Then the Gavon episode happens, and Enter's just back he's alive again and also escape is alive again and is never explained <laughs> like they're all just alive again and it's like and also okay? i had backups of messiah and i turned into these credit cards and i'm gonna throw them around everywhere and that's gonna create the new monsters of the week because uh we have more episodes to fill i'm not gonna lie that i had serious lost bottle arc vibes from build just A like oh we're just we're just restarting what we're fucking doing we're, we're doing the same thing slightly different uh, see that's the thing it's not more it's not like a like a blade situation where you know they switched writers so the show kind of goes takes a hard left turn into an entirely like new plot line here it's more well here's more stuff but it's different than what it was before it's not necessarily new but it's slightly different yeah but, like, I don't know. It just it left me with a bad taste in my mouth because I'm just thinking to myself, what's the purpose? Like, couldn't you? I know, I know, Sentai, it's a year thing. It's got to be a year-long thing because of the fucking mandate. But at episode 30, I think I would have been able to call this show really good because it ended well. It ended just how it should have. And... <laughs> it kept going. And then they had another ending 
with them destroying Messiah again. And then, and then there was still five kept going. <laughs> again, it's the same thing. It's not the exact same, but it's pretty much the same problem I had with Gekin Ranger, where you ended so well. Stop. Just stop. I know that you need a year, but you don't, actually. Which is pretty much the same problem I've had with Sentai since the fucking begin, like, since, like, Tokuger. You don't need these things to go a fucking year. Especially when most of the episodes don't mean shit. Mm. And see, that's kind of the thing when you look back at the older shows where they're much stricter Monster of the Week type plots. And here it's still more a little bit like a strict Monster of the Week type plot. But there's also kind of an overarching story, but it doesn't really exist or do anything. Until the last third where now there's an overarching plot. Things actually matter between episodes and it just feels yeah. stupid and it's rushed and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Which is natural. Which is not to say that the last third is bad, per se. It's just different, and it's kind of not exactly this... It, here's the thing. If you go in, like, liking the first early parts of uh, Go Busters, you're probably not going to like it. But you're probably not going to like it either way, even if you did like the earlier parts of Go Busters, because it's just so different than what you sat down to watch, but it's not necessarily better in any way. It, it does feel, and, and I know how you said it wasn't like a different writer, but it does feel like they did bring in someone completely different. Like they've changed the team except for the on-screen talent. And it's really weird. And I don't know why they did that. I mean, if I remember correctly, I guess, because I guess GoBusters had low sales, but then again, Sentai oh, had low sales. Oh, yes, whatever. yes, 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 it did. Um, quite significantly, in fact, which is a primary contributor to why it took us eight fucking years to get this show. Um, and it's kind of noticeable in that last third where suddenly here's a bunch of new power-ups and we got a new robot that's got all these cool different forms and it can combine with the mech in all this different way and they got these new weapons and they got the this and that and et cetera, et cetera and it's all this new shit and we uh, fucking Enter gets a new battle upgrade form so we can sell toys and whatever <clears throat> It, it it honestly gets annoying because it, you know, I, I almost and I shouldn't say it this way but I, it almost felt like a betrayal where it's like alright you had an idea and now you've just tossed that into the fucking oven and just burnt it because what are we doing here I'm sitting here watching this show and I'm just like where are we going with this now we are, we sh this should have been wrapped up we, like episodes ago but we just kept going. Honestly, if if I were me, the Space Sheriff Gavon thing, that that should have been like just the extra episode at the end, <laughs> because right after that Space Sheriff Gavon episode, it that that's where like I can say it went down, way down. Yeah, uh, the Gavon episode itself is kind of really weird. It largely just exists to shill the movie. Which I think is most obviously exemplified with overtime subs, where at the end of the second part they just put "watch our movie" over the screen for the entire last like minute of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like it's it's weird because like Geki isn't the same character he is in the movie, and he's like we're introducing all this shit. We got like oh here's a villain he can generate Maku space for no reason, and Enter wants it for some reason 
uh, and enter his back for no apparent reason at all. Which is weird that they revealed that in the fucking crossover episode that you probably would have just skipped otherwise. Uh, it's just, it's so random and out of place and Sentai does has started doing this a lot with like movie shilling episodes later. Like fucking uh, Q-Ranger had one shilling the Space Squad movie, but that was at least done better. One, because it was one episode and too because they actually like put effort in trying to make it a crossover it's still well that sucked, and you know space course, but the fuck does go busters and spies have to do with spacemen well they're both uh they're both cops heroes i guess they work for the government maybe do they sort of i don't they never really explain what the fuck the the special tokume bullshits are they never really explain that they're part of the government or anything like that. They're just I mean, a it, thing. It's, it's kind of implied, but not really. It's They just kind of exist. Yeah. I feel like Space Sheriff Gavon is just that, that franchise Toei remembers it has when it needs to spend money on something. <laughs> like, at this point, that's what it feels like. Honestly, yeah. They're just like, uh, we got a few hundred yen. Uh, let's make a Gavon movie, I guess. I mean... Dude, have we had the same Gavon, like, consistently up to this point? Wasn't, like, Date Gavon at one point? No, he was, uh, Sharavon. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. They're so different, no, Jay. No, wait, he was Shider. Yeah, he, he is They're different. so different, Jay. Different because he's blue, all right? He's blue. They're That's all just... so different. I know. They're so consistently shown that I can remember them all. So... Yeah. Back to the last third where Enter becomes Messiah or something and the, he brings back Escape because he wants to bang her now. Yeah. I don't even know how that would work. And he, they make a big deal about him being able to make the monsters of the week out of like stuff that isn't like machines, but the exact rules of what he could and couldn't turn into Metaroids before was never explained because you would exactly. think... Oh, him uploading a computer virus into things turns the machine into a robot, but it can turn shit that isn't a fucking machine into the robots, like a fucking tuba or a bicycle. Magnifying or a glass. Fucking pencil eraser. Uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I don't think there was. Because, like, like you said, they were, they were never really explained what can and cannot become a. They kind of. They, they kind of, like write themselves out of that like right before the plot switch where it's like well okay well he doesn't actually turn the thing into a thing he just copies the machines whatever the hell and makes a robot out of it but how the fuck can you scan a fucking tuba and make a robot out of it there's nothing Don't in a tuba it, to how do you make a fucking robot out of an eraser that doesn't make any sense uh, you know it do <sighs> shut up we got we got an episode to make <laughs> that's how it works jay don't worry about it this is don't worry about it the, the show um so yeah the last third enter i will say at least giving enter the spotlight as the main villain did help a lot it just i feel like it just came in way too late because then you start giving him this new power to form and then he turns into dark buster for the last three episodes for no reason which i I like because it's a nice costume, but also like it's very criminally underutilized. 
But at the same time, they turned him into a main villain in the Power Rangers version, and now it's just, well, now you're overusing the suit. Now it's starting to lose the coolness. It's that weird kind of paradox. I, I think it's because, I don't know, I like Darkbuster, but the way it was introduced... The way it was introduced was fucking stupid, I'll be honest with you. I mean, it might have been interesting watching it week to week, but it's like, he just says, let's morph in, episode ends, and then Well, no, because he had turned, put a thing into Hiromu, and somehow... No, I I know that, I'm just saying, like, the way that they, the way that they, like, introduced that he could do that was, was ridiculous. It's like, end of the episode, he says the line, beginning of the next episode, he transforms, it's like... That might have been cool if I was watching week to week, but watching it like this, I was just like, eh, yeah. show the fu- just show it. To be, to be fair, that's kind of the same with the other power-ups, where, like, they get, they fucking have the, the upgrade form from a one-off bit in an earlier episode, and for no applicable reason, it's voiced by Ichiro Mizuki, and then there's because he another is. upgrade that's also voiced by him, but they at least have him cameo in the episode, so it makes sense. And but he sings a song. F- of course he does. It's Ichiro Mizuki. You're not going to fucking have him in the show and not have him sing a song. Wouldn't you retarded? <laughs> speaking of speaking of singing, speaking of songs, can we talk about how this show has the biggest downgrade in openings I've ever seen in a show? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The second opening I, is I, not I, very I'll good. say this. The second opening is not a bad song by any means but going from Buster's Ready Go to whatever the fuck this one is what in God's fucking name were you thinking here like what the fuck were you on <laughs> I have no, you know that they fuck, and you know they knew they fucked up because they can't, they keep using Buster's Ready Go at every moment they can because they're like ah oh, shit we can't change it back <laughs> we're fucked yeah, uh, just make it an intro song. It's pretty weird. Uh, I love it. It's fucking awful. Um, I was going into that. I mean, we can talk about music real quick before we get to the ending. Uh, music is really good. I actually really like the soundtrack. It's all pretty fun. It's all really fun. I love it all. It's pretty GG, honestly. I like it all. Oh yeah, uh, soundtrack's very fun. Uh, inserts su- are really good. Oh, the uh, inserts, yes. Uh, the other upgrade form with the song by Ichiro Mizuki is very entertaining, and then they have another one sung by the Gower Ranger opening guy, whose name I can't remember at the moment. Um, uh, gravelly Voice Man. Yes. All of the inserts uh, are really Jin's good. Jin's song is the fucking beautiful. Character songs and OST and everything—it's all really entertaining. It fits—it fits the weird like sci-fi spy motif. It's, it's all so good. Like, yes. legitimately, I, I downloaded the fucking soundtrack because they're just that fucking good. Um, of course, who can remember, who can forget uh, Booster Beat Buster, Jin's fucking insert, which is just gorgeous. And oh, anyone who denies it is just fucking wrong. Um, let's see, what else do we got here? We got that, we got the suits, we're all, we're all nice, sleek. I will say, it is really interesting to have suits where they just constantly take their helmets off. Yeah, I mean, the the leather costumes are very nice. They really stand out compared to other Sentai suits. And I'm so very much glad that they went through the effort to authentically recreate them for the Power Rangers version rather than using, you know, mock-ups or, like, stage show versions or something like that, which are just obviously cheaper and shittier. 
and obviously they're not going to use the original suits because at one eight years and two by the end the suits are very kind of ratty looking it's super noticeable with jay in like the last five episodes where there's just oh, massive yeah. gaping holes in his his suit and you can notice it a little bit with the other rangers but it's super noticeable with jay. I, I don't know if you noticed in the last episode where a stag was running you can see a bunch of like it almost looks like they shot it with like a fucking bb gun or something yeah, and I think that's another reason why they didn't adapt uh, GoBusters immediately, other than the fact that uh, it sold like shit. Um, yeah, because like the the leather would probably be ass to fucking. Oh no! Yeah, keep and up. I I still need to give Beast Morphers a genuine shot because I only watched like three episodes and then I forgot about it, and now it's you know halfway done. Uh, as is always with power rangers um tell me to be fair i've heard literally nobody talk about it i have seen decent things about it uh i watched a couple episodes and i thought all right this is fine it's definitely better than you know ninja steel and it's <laughs> not as bad as megaforce uh it's about on par with dino charge in terms of quality which is not saying much, I guess. That can go um, one of two ways, Jay. Yeah. Uh, they do very faithfully re- recreate the suits, and there's a lot of things they carry over from the Sentai, and there's a lot of little nods and references. But there's otherwise, it's it's pretty standard from what little I've seen of it. Is it, ju- is it just a recreation? Are we just readapting it? or? No, there's, there's significant differences with... Uh, like the overall like plots and settings but it's still kind of the basic we're a secret organization that are trying to protect a secret energy source from an evil ai in another dimension and he's got ai android avatars based on people who used to work for the people that are the good guys well we'll we'll learn more about that we'll learn more about uh beast morphers when we do our episode on it yeah, I'm more game. I'm, you know, I'm totally game for doing it. I'm more game uh, than doing it than fucking Ninja Steel. Yeah, uh, from clips I've seen, they. Uh, it's weird because I remember Phil telling me that uh, their version of Jay, I think they call him like Steel or something. He's he told me he wasn't very good, but I watched a clip and he's he's basically just beat Jay Stag with a shittier voice. And I mean, I can look over that because it's more beat Jay Stag. So. I know that they made the. I mean, I know they made Jin just a dorky kid. Yeah, they made the the dorky um, uh, mission control kid, the Gold Ranger, which I'm fine with. You know, it saves them money, saves them having to hire new cast. I I get it. It's but I want fine. Jin though. I do want Jin. I want I want Magic Yellow again too. And maybe when he finally gets out of his tent on the Toei film lot and stops showing up in every single fucking season for quick cameos, maybe he'll do something again. Hey, look, uh, man, sometimes sometimes you just have nowhere else to go. Listen, it's not that he doesn't have anywhere else to go. He's just living on their film lot, and he just shows up from time to time to be in the background because he's a weirdo. Wait, didn't he show up in, the, in that mom special? Yes, he, he... Yes, yeah, I remember he, this. Well, see, that's different, because that's him actually returning as his character. But, no, him just, like, make, being, like, background characters or one-offs for no reason, because he's there. Uh, Look, Jay, the entire the entire country of Japan is under quarantine. He can't leave Toei's lot. That's... Well, it's true. Now he can't. <laughs> no, he has to be in, uh... 
Cure major. Ah, uh, don't worry. He can uh, he can just share some uh, cup ramen with Decade and whoever else is there. <laughs> he'll, he'll share the lot. <laughs> Five more minutes. Um, but yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll talk about Beast Morphers if we ever get around to watching the entire season, which is. I know for a fact Power Rangers is a lot shorter than fucking Sentai. Thank mostly. fucking God. If you skip the obligatory Christmas and Halloween specials that they've been doing since Samurai, it's 18 episodes per half season. Oh. God damn. God damn. That is fucking... You miss out on the good shit from the Sentai, but God damn it, it's worth it trying to fucking watch those. I'll give you that much. Can I... I, I, will, I will let out a dirty little secret, but I, I will say I went back to go watch it. So... Watching this show, and this is just a, this is just a show, um, how much you won't be missing because of this format. I was watching the show, and I was on episode five, right? All right, watching mm. episode five. Ah, da, 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 da. So, without noticing, I click on the next episode, and B- J Buster Beats Buster comes out, and I'm just like, whoa, what the fuck? Whoa, 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 what happened here? Oh shit, he's already here. What episode six? What the fuck? And then I look at my episode count, and I'm like, I'm on episode 15. What the fuck? And I don't feel like I've missed a single goddamn thing. <laughs> like, legitimately, I skipped all the way to the debut of J-Buster, and I'm just like, I don't, I didn't meet, a, I didn't miss a fucking thing. I don't feel like I missed anything. Mm. Yeah. It was so uh, weird. So, Go-Busters was a very entertaining show it has some problems more so in the earlier parts but definitely in the, like the last handful of episodes but it's not a bad show it's definitely it definitely yeah. brings the praise it gets um yeah, of course as i said it was kind of the the harbinger of things to come because uh. as you compare to <laughs> go Kiger, which had literally over 200 different toys to sell to kids and then you go from that to this which had two toys like not counting the mecha toys, you had like three toys to sell to the kids for the first 30 episodes. And then we got like three and four right at the very end. So obviously, then you have them Kruger, trying to experiment. Who has like, like 70 million ep- like toys. Yeah, so them trying to experiment and be like, well, let's, let's cut back on the toys. Let's just try to be like more of the old shows. They're like, okay, well, that didn't make us money. So let's do the exact opposite <laughs> and do way, way, way more toys than even Go Kiger did. And so it worked for them. Sure, Uger, uh, which also prompted them to do nothing but red shilling constantly, forever and ever, uh, oh. and millions and millions of toys. Uh, and now it's 2020, and Sentai has been on the verge of cancellation for four years. It's never <laughs> going to happen, by the way. Um, <laughs> sales just keep going down and down and down. Uh, Eventually, Toei will learn. getting worse. Uh, eventually, eventually Toei will learn eventually I don't know maybe someday hopefully you you would think by now they'd be like mm, we only made two yen this week nah two uh, fucking two yen you know how much fucking sell those toys for they're making bank no wonder they it's weird that they don't fucking spend any of that on the shows but I guess it makes sense it's a toy commercial they don't really give a shit only weirdos on the Pretty internet much. like us care about it. Look, Jay, I need uh, I need my uh, my pr- uh, fucking production value to go through the roof. Mm. I, I I I will say that though, I will say that. 
the production value in this show, pretty top notch. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, lots of pyrotechnics, lots of wire foo, motherfucker CG use. Um, look, look, motherfucker, broken helmets. They do they do broken helmets like five times in the show. Broken helmets. They take the helmets off. It's insane. Suits damage, uh, both intentional and non-intentional. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, honestly, dude, it's it's. I I don't know. It's really interesting to see this show, um, because, like you said, this is that weird middle ground. I I will say this. If we're going to our final thoughts already, I will say this about the show. Show itself, it's all right. It's pretty fun. It's average. It's good. I like it. But if you want to see, I guess you would say, where it all ends for Sentai, <laughs> unfortunately, this is where it is. Like, after this, it never really got good again, really. Like, you had Kuryuger, which, less said about that, the better. You had Tokyuger, which I have my own opinions on it. I won't shit on anyone's imagination, except I want to. <laughs> um, then after that, but it dude, was... it's trains. I like trains. I like trains. I want to go to the Disney World on my train. No, AJ, AJ, you, 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 shouldn't, you shouldn't pick on the train artists yet. Those people are fucking nuts, all right? <laughs> like, I'm going to get some no, motherfucker I'm, I'm with a Thomas genuine. the Tank. <laughs> I'm being genuine. The, the the people who are obsessed with trains are absolutely fucking terrifying. I they, I fear I nothing have somebody in this with world like a... but train artists. <laughs> I would have I would have a fucking person with a Thomas the Tank Engine avatar just coming after me. Well, probably. I would like trains. You don't like trains. I like trains. You're gonna be laughing now until they break your fucking kneecaps because they probably will. <laughs> oh my god, they're gonna find me. They'll find me. They will. They will find you. <laughs> <laughs> Choo choo, uh, motherfucker. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so going on. <laughs> oh God. So, so as I was saying, um, so yeah, so we got you got Tokyuger, and you know, all went down from from there. So it, it, it's interesting to see this show as it is because honestly, this was, this was pretty much the last real non-Toyetic Sentai show that we ever had. Because after this, every single Sentai is trying to sell you, like, their house in more than toys. Like, what, what was what? I think Zuoger was the only one that didn't have that many? Zuoger has notably less toys than uh, the ones preceding it and afterwards, but it still has a lot of toys showing in it. Yeah, so, yeah, overall, I say, uh... It's all right. It's, <laughs> That's know, all it's I say a very about enjoyable it. show. I'd put it in my uh, top ten. Um, <clears throat> like I said, it does have issues with it, though. But uh, they're not, you know, bad or, like, negatives to the show. They're just, just It's got problems. It does have problems. But otherwise, it's a entertaining series to watch. Yeah. It, it, like I said, it's not bad. It's, it's a fun show. Hey. Thumbs up? Huh? Yeah. yeah uh, I will say this, though. The villain didn't use it, but we finally got my Jenga. Finally. Yes. 
Yes, there finally is. got my Jenga in Sentai. Or yeah, yes, in there's a there's an extensive scene where the characters play Jenga in order to explain the plot, and then Jin has a, a temper tantrum <laughs> and knocks the whole tower down like a jackass. Uh, which even I mean, means, that's just, pe- like, that's just I'm people sorry, playing Jenga in general. That. <laughs> that's just how people play Jenga in general. They're losing and then they're just like, Ugh! yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I pissed off the people who like trains and the people who like Jenga. Whatever next. Uh, who knows? Let's see what's on the wheel to see what we're going to piss off next week. Oh, my goodness. We're going to piss off Don Dokken. Who? <laughs> Don Dokken. Because uh, we're doing t- oh, shit. Mikazuki, who yeah, which yeah. is another show by Kenta Amamiya and Inoue. <laughs> We're back, thank, boys! Thank God this show is six episodes long. Motherfucker, do you see how long these episodes are? Oh, yeah, they're like an hour long, but it's, you know, it's, it's six, six episodes. hours. <laughs> so it's basically like, like watching 50 episodes anyways. Mm. Uh, actually, let me see. Let, let, let's look here real quick. First episode's Man, an can... hour and 15. Second is 50. 47, 47, 47, 47. You know what? Okay, it's, it's about close to what we had to deal with with Gaga. Ga. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, I can't wait to talk about all the weird behind-the-scenes shit with this show that I know, which is admittedly not much, but uh, there's some fun behind-the-scenes stuff I remember off the top of my head. And thankfully for us, it's on YouTube. Yes. Though, who is it subbed by? Because it looks like TVN. I'm pretty sure TVN is the only people that have ever subbed this show. Oh my god, hold on. I'll, I'll, let, me, let me check that real quick. Let's go on Nya. Because sometimes Nya has the answers. Uh, yeah, nope, there's no results. So, yes, they are. Uh, hey, but you know what? This should be interesting. Um, I, 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 I'm always up for more Inoue and Keta Mamiya. I'm always, I'm always up for that. So, uh, that being said, uh, the, I don't know where I was going with this. So, yeah, next week. Uh, how do you say that? I'm going to just say how it's Mikazuki. I was just going to say Giant Robot Mikazuki. It's right there. So, yes, next week, Giant Robot Mikazuki, Tekoki Mikazuki, Don Dawkins' Wet Dream, except it's not. He just did the song for it. Uh, So, yeah, that should be fun. So, as always, I am AJ. That's Jay. Goodbye. Hopefully I'm not dead by next week. And wash your hands. Don't die. Stay well. Stay safe. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.